home! That's your home! Are you too good for your home? Answer me! Suck my white ass ball! You ain't cool unless you pee your pants! This is not my name. Who tells you this is my name? She can say butthole if she wants to. I am the smartest man alive! What is with the world? It just makes me so sad and gay. Hey everybody, welcome to Sandler's List. I'm Hunter Baldwin and with me as always is Ibrahim Flynn. What is up, Ibrahim? Howdy. How are you doing this week? I'm doing all right. Um, Excellent. So this month, I'd like to call attention to the fact that it's mental health, mental health, <laughs> mental health. <laughs> this month is mental health awareness month. And for that reason, we watched anger management this week. Right. Not because it was the next movie chronologically or right. anything. And this movie, um, Jack Nicholson, um, you know, one of the biggest movies in his career. Um, <laughs> not this movie. Um, one Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, which also, Batman. like this movie, brought a lot of awareness to mental health and issues. So did his role as the them. Joker. The Joker had mental health issues, right? Yeah, sure. That's what happened to Heath Ledger. <laughs> no, but in a serious way, that movie did. Um Right, because in one flew over the cougars, that he's in like a mental asylum, right? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that yeah. actually like did a lot um, for the time when it came out. Um, and this movie, he kind of continues that by being in a movie that says psycho and insane every five minutes the whole movie, just calling it's people retarded. Psycho, I'm retarded. <laughs> calling people retarded. Um, the whole movie is just about Adam Sandler being gaslit. Like everyone in his life just gaslights Adam Sandler for like a month or two. It was really, really <laughs> bizarre. Like at the end of the movie, I was like, what just happened? All right. So, so that's pretty so cool. So anger management 2003. Uh, I think the title kind of says it all right. It's he, Adam Sandler's in anger management. And for some reason, Jack Nicholson is the anger management teacher. Is that what you would call it? Uh, yeah. Or okay, because it's like an anger management, like class, right? Yeah. All right. So, uh, so yeah, this movie uh came out in two thousand three. Um, so yeah, I guess I guess that's pretty much pretty much it. So Adam Sandler is on a flight. He's flying for work, and the flight attendant gets angry with him because he's yelling, even though he's not yelling yeah. at all. It's like, at first out with I was the gaslighting, yeah. <clears throat> Um, he's yeah, just saying, I was watching this and I was thinking like, maybe we're seeing this from Adam Sandler's point of view <laughs> and actually, actually like a really angry person and he doesn't right. realize it. Yeah. Cause well, I was trying to I figure mean, out why everybody was freaking out on him. I guess that is the moral is like, he is an angry person and he doesn't realize it. But, uh, like Jack Nicholson says he has implosive anger and not explosive anger so he's not which i actually thought that was kind of intense and like shit like that he right. just bottles it up it and, just like boils up inside yeah but at the same time like 
if nothing ever came of it, like, oh, well, that's not such a bad thing. I feel like he is a worse person at the end of this movie. Um, sort of. I mean, like he, tur- he becomes more like outwardly angry, which I don't right. I, I preferred him when he was a nice guy. Well, I think the thing was that like they made him let all that out. Um, and then so he knows like healthy and unhealthy ways to express his emotions instead of just not right. at all. So, I mean, I this movie's got some really interesting interesting messages about how, like, hey, there's there's times when being angry makes sense. Like, there's times when you sh- really should be angry, like at your boss or at somebody that wronged you. And then there's times when you shouldn't be angry. Right. And I guess, in a way, like, it, it, it makes a lot of really good points. Um, but all I really got Mental out of it is awareness. that... It really, it really is. What I got of it is women really don't like nice guys because Marissa Tomei, who plays his really hot girlfriend, clearly just doesn't want him to be a nice guy. She wants him to be the bad boy, the angry guy that makes a scene at the Yankees game. I don't think she wants him to be the angry guy. She just wants him to be like happy. Have with a spine and stand yeah. up for himself to his boss. Yeah, so that's one of the things. Is, his is, life a little bit. Yeah, he he lets himself just kind of get pushed around a lot. Uh, his boss, uh, you know, just kind of he takes his ideas and takes credit for his ideas, and he just kind of goes along with it. And you you know he's angry about it, but he's just like, eh, what are you gonna do? Like, good job, boss." And so I guess that makes sense. I get I get why she would want to be want him to to really do a little bit more to to excel and exceed in life. Uh, but it, but the, at the end of the day, he designs clothing for overweight cats. Like, right. <laughs> if he wants to, like, get better at life and move up in life, he should do something else. And didn't he also say he was a secretary? Yeah, he was. So but he was designing he all of the clothes. Just because his boss didn't want to do it, so he made him do it? Is that I it? guess so. I don't think that's what a secretary does, though. I never though. put that together until just now. That, like, <laughs> the whole time he's, like, designing these clothes for fat cats, but then, like... Towards the end, he's like, I'm a secretary. My, you know, who's going to ever want to date me? I'm a secretary. Yeah, well, and then they do say, like, at the end, uh, Grandma's boy ends up getting, like, the lead designer position, which yeah. seems like what Adam Sandler does. It seems like he is the lead designer. But yeah, apparently he's just doing the job of the lead designer, but not actually getting paid to do it. I guess that's, I guess, where the problem comes in with his boss. Right, that would make me mad too if I was doing a, doing a job and I was doing it well, but it wasn't my job. Then that job opens up and they don't give it to me. That or not even don't even give me the opportunity to get it. That would make me angry too. Yeah. Um, especially giving it to Grandma's boy, who's like, I got this position. Like, I don't really know what it is. <laughs> right. uh, honestly, yeah, he was my favorite character because I could relate to him so much. Okay. Grandma's boy, not, you not got Adam Stanley. Big huge dick. <laughs> which was kind of the through line for grandma's boy but also because he just kind of walked into a really good job and oh, okay. he was overall like not really that bad of a guy i kind of felt like marissa tomei should have left adam sandler for him um no. is that is that wrong yeah it's that guy fucking sucked ass. What what did he do that was bad? Like, give me one thing that that you he did that you didn't like. He was a douchebag. Um, Why? What did he do? Fucking remember when like in the beginning when uh, they're like out to dinner together. Yeah, and he's like, "You should be with me." Yeah, and he's saying like, "I can't." Right. Remember. 
He's a douche, though. I fucking hated him. I can't remember. <laughs> he's totally right. He's like, I'm successful. I'm good looking. He's not I got this stuff looking. in my pants. You're, to be to be fair, I agree with you. He's not good looking. But this is he looks better in this movie than he's looked in any of the other movies that we've seen. <laughs> well, right? Uh, no, I don't think so. Maybe maybe Happy Gilmore really when he's got like the big beard. Yeah. His hair was so fucking ugly in this movie. Almost as in the last, last movie week. that he was in, he had a a dyed blonde perm. I know, and it's almost that bad. <laughs> okay, all right, fair um, enough. And like he had like a horse cock. It wasn't even like a good big one. <laughs> it's like the big one where girls are like, "Yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, no." You just tell yourself not putting that, that in me. And that's not what they're saying at all. I don't know. I don't think girls like fucking horse-sized cocks. <laughs> this episode's upsetting. <laughs> oh man. So uh so anyway, so yeah, so that's essentially what this movie is about. It's about this really timid dude uh and he gets kind of, you know, bullied into going to anger management. And they're going to either like sentence him to time in prison. Or he has to spend time with this anger management teacher played by Jack Nicholson. I have to say, Jack Nicholson came into this role with so much charisma. Yeah. I freaking loved him. He was good. Like I thought I thought he was fantastic. Like every time he was on the scene, I was just glued to him. <laughs> every time I laughed in this movie, it was because of something he did or said. I thought it was amazing. Like he was fantastic. If he was in every one of these Adam Sandler movies, I would like all of them. Yeah, definitely. But it is weird that like, he, he was be in one flew over the cuckoo's nest and then he's in this movie. <laughs> Are you saying that's just a big step down? Yeah. Um, and just like, like a really lot of actors do that though. Treats mental health shit just so badly. Like the whole time, <laughs> like, people are just calling each other crazy and insane and psycho like the whole time. Right. It doesn't portray people with real anger issues or real mental illness in a very realistic light. Um, good light at all. No, they all seemed like, like just kind of loonies and just ridiculous people. Um, and we got, you know, the crazy eyes guy. He plays an angry person. We got Luis Guzman. He plays an angry person. Who else? There's more angry people. Um, who else? The guy from The Night Of. Yes, he was an angry person. Uh, the uh, two porn star uh, chicks. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> January Jones, who I am in love with. She she is great in this. She's great in uh, Last Man on Earth. She's fantastic. Was she the blonde one or the brown hair one? The blonde one. Okay. Yeah, she's she's awesome. She's in an X Men movie, I think. Uh, she's amazing. She's she's very attractive. Uh, I think that he should have ended up with her. Dump Marissa Tomei. Nothing nothing against Marissa Tomei. She's beautiful as well. Uh, but January Jones is who who Adam Sandler was meant to be with. Or Grandma's well, boy. Ah, oh, that's what should have happened. Well, I'll, I'll happily be with Marissa Tomei if there you go. If I'm I think Robert Downey Jr.'s got you beat. <clears throat> Dude, she looks so fucking great, and she still does. I know, like even as Spider Man, yeah. God damn, <laughs> she really does. She looks fantastic, and so uh, a typical Adam Sandler situation where he is with just this really uh, stunning woman, 
Uh, not blonde this time, but really, really great looking. At and, least close <clears throat> to his age, maybe in this one. Yeah, she was. She totally like they're probably really they they might be the same age. So it really was one of the more healthy relationships. I I kind of understood what she saw in him in this movie because I really felt like Adam Sandler in this movie was fairly likable. I wouldn't say likable, but I wouldn't say he was just uh, unlikable either. Like he, yeah, he was just a timid guy, he but really like he didn't have those explosive situations. I mean, yeah, I guess you're right, but at the same time, like I don't know, he had like he had aspirations, he had dreams, he wanted to make clothing for fat cats, <laughs> like he like, wasn't literal fat felines. He wasn't unlikable, and I guess that could be a likable trait, but. There was nothing I liked him. I was really frustrated when people were like coming down on him and being like, you need to stop yeah. being so angry all the time. And he's like, I'm not angry. I don't <laughs> I mean, understand yeah, I don't... why everybody's yelling at me. <laughs> I don't think he deserved that. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I just He just was a <laughs> fine guy with no personality. Oh, okay. We got to go back. So the very beginning of this movie, the opening scene, it kind of plays, it, the opening scene kind of uh, it's, is uh, called back on the, the very last scene of the movie. Uh, the opening scene, he's uh, uh, gonna, there's this girl, she wants to play truth or dare with him. They're standing like in the streets in like the Bronx, right? And everybody's like jumping rope and just doing typical Bronx things in the 70s, right? And she comes up and she wants to play truth or dare. And, uh, and so he says dare and she says to kiss, kiss her right there in front of everybody. And so they're about to kiss, and this kid runs up and pulls his pants down, uh, exposing his penis to the world. And there's like these old people over there that are like laughing and making like <laughs> gestures, like he's got like a tiny penis, like a child, and dick. he's like a seven-year-old boy. <laughs> he's got just a small <laughs> child dick, like regular. Yeah, he's a kid who hasn't gone through puberty, and that's not a weird thing. And these old people are making fun of him, and I thought that was like the most twisted, wrong thing. <laughs> See, I I looked away for like a second when the pants got pulled down. So for a while, I thought he got a boner, and I was like, "No, he I was, was like, that's cool. That it's cool to make jokes about little kids getting boners and everyone looking at it." <laughs> oh, that I'm would not, be even weirder. It was already yeah, a really weird scene. Yeah, I mean, there neither one is really better than the other, but yeah. But so, so yeah, it, it kind of it becomes his reason why he doesn't want to kiss people in public. I'm assuming he thinks that if he kisses somebody in, in public again, somebody's going to run up and pants him, like, randomly. Yeah. So, so that's why he avoids <laughs> uh, any kind of public displays of affection. Uh, and then in the, the final scene, he ends up having to kiss Marissa Tomei uh, in front of the entire Yankee Stadium, what appears to be a sold-out crowd. Yeah. Um, so it all comes full circle. Um, and so he kind of overcomes his big fear there, which has nothing at all to do with anger. Uh, so yeah, interesting. So he has other mental, mental things going on, not just anger issues, apparently. Yeah. And I think that's part of why she set this whole thing up. Um, yeah. And if anything in this movie sounds bizarre, like the fact that he, uh, didn't go to jail for assaulting people allegedly and all this stuff. It's because none of it was real. The whole right thing from the beginning was just set up um, to make Adam Sandler like himself, I guess. Right, and that's why I was so confused. I was like, wait, 
are people really like that angry at him? And it turns out they were all like essentially actors. Like it was all set up by his girlfriend. And I was, I honestly, if my girlfriend did the same thing to me, because I think he lost his job because his boss was not in on this. He quit. So he quit his job, which he, you know, if he just stood up for himself, it could have ended up being a good job. This whole like ploy to make him stand up for himself cost him his job and his livelihood. That sucks. Like I would have not been like my girlfriend did that. I don't think I would have been very okay with it. I would not have proposed to her. I can tell you that. (laughs) Well, I mean the job part, I think it's like, like it was, they wanted him to not work there because he was unhappy. Okay. Well, you need to line up a new job before you just, (laughs) right. Like what I'm saying is I think that was like one of the smaller offenses with the whole thing. Like they fucking, made him like think that uh marissa tomei knew he was cheating on her he made yeah that's sick they made her break up with him and see other guys see jack nicholson like no they the whole they it's like the fucking truman show like it's (laughs) like a traumatic fucking thing to put someone through um it really is it's not only that it's not okay um, they put through this guy through a fucking whole lot of shit. So he is in a bar with one of the other like anger management guys, and they end up getting in a fight with a blind guy. I think the blind guy was really blind. I don't think that the blind guy was in on this whole like I elaborate scheme. Was. I think he probably was. Why? Wait, well, were okay. the other angry How about guys? The woman who got punched, like punched in the face, <laughs> broke her nose, and gave her two black eyes. Was she in on it? It's implied that she is, but when you think about it, there's no way she could be. Like, like she was just like, oh, so we're going to have this guy just pummel my face in, and that's gonna, I'm yeah. going to be cool with that because it's all part of this scheme? I no. In the he story, though. He did assault her. In real life, he did. Well, not in real life, but in yeah. the movie, he did. But in and the so, story, like, she's while all the other stuff is set up, she really got hurt. So that there's no way she could have been in on it. And she he really was. should have faced the consequences for hurting this woman. No, but that, no, that that was part of it. It was, that was set up also. And I mean, there's no way it hey. could work like that, but in the story that was set up, because then, then Nick, Jack Nicholson doesn't spend the whole time with him after that, because after Adam Sandler goes to court for hitting that lady in the face, then Jack Nicholson says, moves in with him and sleeps in the same yeah. bed as to, that to is not ridiculous. let Adam Sandler go to jail. This and, whole thing sounds like a true nightmare. And the only way that would happen is if, like, that was part of the setup. So that's the most was. the most elaborate <laughs> plan I know imaginable. Like he has to sit in the wrong place on an airplane and get tased by an air marshal. And then go well, out the, to a bar and sort of fight with a blind person. But the air marshal was not in not on the plan. No, yeah, right. Like, it just was a happy accident. Like, all of this was just the most random coincidence that had to work perfectly to get him to the end situation. Like, what if he had not gone to the baseball game when he thought that Jack Nicholson was going to pr- propose to Marissa Tomei? What if he had been like, well, my life sucks. I guess I give up. Then he what if he killed himself? Then he doesn't learn his lesson and he doesn't be a better person so he doesn't get to marry Marissa Tomei. 
I guess. What <laughs> he failed the... the test. That's what happens. Wait, was transvestite Woody Harrelson in on the whole thing from the beginning? Yeah. So he knew that he had to let Adam Sandler onto the baseball field when non-transvestite Woody Harrelson is working security at the Yankees game? Right. Um, but he acts like it's like a surprise that Adam Sandler recognizes him. Yeah. Well, Adam Sandler, great Adam Sandler doesn't know yet that like it's all fake. And so he's keeping up the charade. I am so confused. Like, I have no idea who was in on this. The entire city of New Everyone York. Was, was Rudy in Giuliani on in on it? Probably. <laughs> Which was so Rudy fucking stupid. They got the fucking the mayor of New York to say you can do it. Oh uh, my god. Fuck Julian. Fucking Dude, scumbag. he's the worst. This movie was made when he was still like the hero, like right. America's mayor. <laughs> and he is the worst person on earth. He married his cousin. Oh, that's pretty which badass. Is, I like him. <laughs> Like, he's just so awful. He's the worst, man. He's weird delusional. So when I saw him in this movie, I was like, oh, this is a bummer because they probably thought he was cool then. Actually, Adam Sandler is like a known Republican, so he probably still thinks he's really cool. And probably. Um, I liked the part um, where you see Giuliani and he's like, no, look. Yeah, the the mayor's at the baseball game and then uh, when Adam Sandler runs on the field and they go to try to stop him, he's like, nah, it's cool. Um, and I guess since he's the mayor, you have to listen to him and the rules of your stadium and uh, the He's laws. not just the mayor, though. He was America's mayor, man. He he saved New York. <laughs> of course the, they're going to listen the, to him. And the laws Adam Sandler broke. Um, it doesn't matter because the mayor just said it's cool. But Dude, um, he got away with assaulting a waitress. Like, really assaulting a waitress. I think that running out onto yeah, Yankee no, Stadium... No, but the in, judge in was field. in on it, so... Like the, that's so. What you what you're saying lady, is I need to get lady, a judge on my side. Hit, the lady he hit was in on it, and the judge was in on it. I'll never get over that. And and you know when when but I first listen, listen, finished listen. this movie, I loved it. Um, but the Giuliani part. Um, your girlfriend. They were watching on TV, and um, they were like, "Who is that? Is that Regis Philbin?" By my girlfriend, you mean January Jones? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Regis Philbin. <laughs> and she was like, who is that? Is that Regis Philbin? That was good. <laughs> that was good. I think January Jones is like the most understated best part of this whole movie. I loved her. I wish she was in the whole thing just so I could look at her. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Uh, this is definitely Kevin Nealon's most likable role that I've seen so far. He plays the gay lawyer. Oh, uh, he was gay. They make like a point of it. At one point, he has he has like a uh, like a photo sitting uh, of his boyfriend sitting uh, like on on his desk, and he picks it up and he just kind of rubs his thumb over it. Like real. See that part? I was cleaning my room for some of it. Well, um, then later on, they're talking about how it's when Woody Harrelson's in the car and uh, and Adam Sandler's super uncomfortable to be with a transvestite hooker. And uh, Jack Nicholson's like, what, do you have like something against uh, against gay people? Are you homophobic? And he's like, no, my, my lawyer's gay. His oh, boyfriend's right. gay. Uh, oh, yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> um, that's an interesting part of the movie. Um, so they, they, why, why did they say Adam Sandler was a homophobe again? Because oh, he didn't want to uh, show his dick to Jack Nicholson. 
Right. Jack Nicholson said, okay, we're going to like, we're going to do a, a thing where you take all of your clothes off. And he's like, all right, go ahead and take your clothes off. And he's like, I don't want to take my clothes off. And he's like, why are you homophobic? And he's yeah. like, no, I'm taking my dick out in front of you phobic. So I thought it was, <laughs> he did say that actually. Um, <laughs> I thought it was interesting that they were like, uh, that Jack Nicholson is like, um, yeah, you fucking homophobe jerk. Um, now let's go make fun of trans people, which was interesting. <laughs> That he would, it was very strange. He would call Adam Sandler homophobic and judge him for that. And then the rest, the for five minutes, it just makes fun of trans people. Like, the, the, worse than any it's, of these movies. Like, it's kind of true, of though. It's very bad when, and gross. When um, Woody Harrelson's, like, getting out of the car, he's like, was this your plan, like, to get some she-mail? Like, it ended up being, like, super transphobic. Yeah, like, it, it, way transphobic. Um, so Adam Sandler calls Woody Harrelson a she-male, um, <laughs> says, ladies, gentlemen, lentlemen. Um, <laughs> lentlemen. It's like people made of lentil. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and, and a bunch of other I stuff. Uh, just blatantly disrespecting this person to but their then afterwards, over their gender, gender identity. Says she the whole time. Every time referring to Woody Harrelson's character, always refers to the character as she, which I thought was like I think under normal like like a, a actual transphobic person would have said he the whole time. Well, he said she male, so I think he is. Wait, no, he's still transphobic. I'm not forgiving him. I'm not forgiving him. I just thought it was an interesting fact yeah. that he can yeah. re- continues to refer to Woody Harrelson's character as she afterwards. That's probably like that part was, of like maybe a gag. I don't know. Uh, maybe. So, okay, was was Woody Harrelson... I don't think Woody Harrelson was trans. I think Woody Harrelson was a cross-dresser, and I think there's it a difference. Could be. It, I, because, it could be either. Um, because later on, we see Woody Harrelson again working security at the baseball game as a male. Right. I mean, some people right. uh, can't go to work presenting as their gender. That's true. That's true. Um, okay, you make a really yeah, good it, point. It could be a cross-dresser. It could be a trans person. Either way, the joke. We should are... ask Woody Harrelson. Do you think that he would be interested in responding to this? I don't know. We can give it a shot. Um... Okay, so that's what we're going to try to do. We're going to try to get an answer from Woody Harrelson. I feel like he's a cool dude. Like, I, yeah. I really like him. I like him in everything he's in. So I feel like he'll give us a straight it answer. It was a bummer that, that I signed to be Woody Harrelson doing this. It was. But even then, he played it really well like it was offensive but he he did a good job with it Uh, like i really enjoyed it when uh when adam sandler refers to when he's presenting as male uh he refers to him as galaxia and like he gets kind of teary-eyed and he's speaking like with a german accent he's like i can't stop love yeah that (laughs) i love that end part wasn't as bad like adam sandler like uh somehow was like fine with it uh all of a sudden he just didn't want to have to like touch his penis which is what jack nicholson apparently wanted him to do (laughs) but yeah i mean you can what if they had like busted by the police when jack nicholson picked up this transsexual hooker well they probably were would be in on it as well (laughs) because the whole city of new york (laughs) is in on this plan for this one anger management teacher okay fair enough um but anyways on that um yeah just also it wasn't funny like i'm not someone who says like anything offensive can never be funny 
it was just all offensive and not even funny. Like the whole the whole punchline of all the jokes was like this is a man dressed up as a woman. Right, which is a really common joke in an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. It's almost like you can't have a typical Sandler movie without that joke. Like, haha, man dressed as a woman, obviously a man, because all trans people are obviously their original gender, and that's super funny. Right. And yeah, I guess and, I guess we don't know, though. Um, it's not specified whether he's just a cross-dresser. It's still he's... not funny. Yeah, no. Like it doesn't no, matter the, the if they're jokes, cross-dresser no, or trans. The, tr- or... the jokes are directed at trans people, whether or not Harrison is that or this. But you know, um, how about John C. Riley as a as a monk, a Buddhist then, monk? <laughs> so that's like one of the two things I remembered from seeing this movie as a kid was the part with him in it, and then uh, also just a "I Feel Pretty" song. Um. I which I laughed at that part like disturbed me a lot as a kid. But wait, the I feel pretty or the John C. Riley part? The John C. Riley, um, okay, because he's yeah. fully bald and clean shaven, and it's real looks, weird. It looks really weird. I don't think I knew who John C. <laughs> Riley was at this time. It was like super early in his career, I think. It was. And yeah, I was a kid. Um, he looks real weird like that for one. Um. <laughs> And then there's a part where Jack Nicholson um, talks about how Adam Sandler would molest um, John C. Riley's disabled sister. And she moaned like a wildebeest. Yeah, and that fucked me up as a kid. I did not like that as a kid. Because I don't like that now. Up and John C. Yeah, Riley was completely in the right is to disgusting. beat the crap out yeah. of him. Like, honestly probably just as bad as like the trans stuff it was like fucking disgusting the shit he was like haha like, raped your sister yeah she like, like apparently had funny. to wear a straight jacket and they're saying adam sandler would rape her then later on they're in the car driving back after he proceeds to beat up john c Riley, which was messed up uh and not like i really like once he like accepts like oh sometimes it's okay to be angry he just becomes a dick like i'm i really am not don't think that was cool to beat up this buddhist guy who was just like yeah some of the things that i did when i was a kid weren't cool by the way he's the one that pulled down adam sandler's pants in that opening scene um so that's that's why he's angry at him because he pulled down his pants and he was like yeah some of the things that i did weren't cool like that was funny and humans was fight for life and it was funny. He was right. And so Adam Sandler proceeds to beat him up. So anyway, they're they're driving back, and Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson are sitting there, and Adam Sandler makes this quip. He's like, ah, oh, that felt really good. I do still feel bad about molesting his sister, but but overall, that was good. And and Jack Nicholson looks at him just, like, shocked. And, and I'm sitting there looking at the TV just like, holy crap, like, are you for real right now? Like, it really ruined the movie for me. And then he's like, oh, no, just joking. And I was like, no, that still sucks. Like, that joke... That joke wasn't funny. Yeah. That really, um, that shook me, man. That shook yeah, me to my core. I, I like remembered the Buddhist part um, and like watching it as a kid and being like very disturbed by it. And I didn't remember why. And I thought it was just because of John C. Riley like looking really bald and gross. <laughs> he had like no eyebrows. Like, yeah. No, no hair <laughs> on his face whatsoever. And, um, and the part where he's wearing like a cloth thong and like, 
his ass is out getting wet and i thought yeah. that's the part that disturbed me and then it was talking about that part with his sister and i was like oh yeah that's why i thought this part was so fucked up as a kid yeah it's fuck- it's, it's just super fucking sick. gross like it's not cool. it is not funny not a funny joke to molest mentally challenged people or mentally ill people like that's not it was yeah it was it was didn't play very well and it almost ruined the movie for me. Luckily, it didn't ruin the movie for me. I really enjoyed this one personally. Uh, <laughs> I, I was I was liking this movie until the Woody Harrelson part, and then I I mean I also don't think the movie really was that funny after that. Also, um, I mean, because like a is lot it of problematic? Movies, sure. I just couldn't. I don't know. It just. It just was also so not funny. And then also just the third act in all these movies are just so bad and so hard to get through. I agree with that. I Um, totally agree. And that was around when that happened. And then so it just kind of ruined it for me. And then the John C. Riley part didn't help either. I think for me, Jack Nicholson just has that so much of just that charisma that even yeah. in the parts that weren't funny and the parts that were difficult to get through, I just really enjoyed seeing him on screen. He, yeah, he definitely funny. helped a lot. Yeah, he just really carried things really well. Like you're you're right. This movie was just way below his talents. Um, but it got me through the whole movie. Yeah. And because of it, I have to say, like, just because of his role alone, it was one of the ones I've enjoyed the most. Like, is it a good movie? No, but <laughs> I could sit through it again if I had to, and hopefully I don't ever have to, but this is the first time I had ever seen it. So I really didn't know what to expect going in. So it was a, it was a weird situation for me. So you had seen it when you were a kid, right? Yeah. And what did you think of it when you were a kid? I didn't think it was super funny when I was a kid. Um, I could see this not going over well with kids. Yeah. It's a little more, adult humor not in the fact that it's mature just it's dealing no with, it's not mature <laughs> yeah it's just dealing with more adult subject matter um right it's got a twist ending that i don't think i would have understood as a kid where yeah. you find out that the whole thing was this elaborate plot by his girlfriend um yeah i think that i don't think it, i don't think i would have liked this movie when i was a kid uh it felt very similar in tone to mr deeds and it had a yeah. lot of the same cast as Mr. D. And I think that's also like why, because I kind of felt the same way about Mr. Deeds as I did this movie when I was a kid. Yeah. I got to say, I definitely liked this one more than Mr. Deeds. Um, this yeah. one's got a 43% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I would say is probably right about right. I would yeah. maybe give it like a 50%. Also a shout out to the other... Um, people in the anger management class i think they helped make this movie a little better also yeah they were they were enjoyable i like, I they like were them all, like interesting as characters just because you didn't really know what they were gonna do they all had their own like kind of quirks about them like, they were definitely very quirky they were like obsessed characters. with sports um in the <laughs> beginning he's wearing an alan iverson jersey and an alan iverson headband which i thought was kind of cool <laughs> and the 76ers lose he just starts like twitching like, yeah. he's just so like frustrated that he can't express his anger i really like that i thought that was really fun <laughs> um there's a scene in here where they go to uh it's uh marissa tomei adam sandler and marissa tomei's best friend who is grandma's boy he has a giant penis 
uh, and they're all hanging out at uh, ESPN Zone. Grandma's boy had rented out the ESPN Zone, so it was just them. And I thought that would have been the most awesome thing ever. When I was like a kid, I loved ESPN Zone. I thought it was amazing. Dude, it was so awesome. I remember going and they had like these like super comfy recliners. And somehow like I scored one of those recliners to watch the like game seven of the Stanley Cup with like the Colorado Avalanche were playing. And I remember just enjoying it so much. They had it on this huge screen and you could order food and like they'd bring you bring your food out to you. And then if you went in the bathroom, there was like a hundred TVs in the bathroom, like around the urinals and stuff. In this uh, movie, they're watching bass fishing. But when I went, they were watching <laughs> Stanley Cup hockey. Way more entertaining than bass fishing. That's probably dude, the only time bad. they'd let somebody rent it out. Because right, if, if, it's, during, bass yeah, fishing on. if it's during like <laughs> football or something, they just right. rent it out to some guy, lose all those drink sales. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> It was. I remember it being were, really expensive, but I loved it. There were other people in there, weren't there? There was like yeah, but he like rented it out for like his like law firm or something. Okay, because I was like, there's other people his, there. It was his. It was his college like graduating oh, class. Yeah, that's it was like was, yeah. it, I I got it for like the gra- like Brown graduates, and then he was like, "What college <laughs> did you go to?" And he was like, "Some community college." And so then he's like, you know, kind of taking digs at them, which I guess when you said he was a douchebag, that was kind of a douchebag thing to do is to be like, yeah. I'm an, I graduated from an Ivy League school. Where did you graduate from? And he was just, he was like whiny and like an asshole at the same time. And it's like the worst combination. Like a little, I like a little kid, like taunting another little kid. Like right. that's what it, like when the mom is around and like, I don't know. It just I don't think that like I can it. hate Bramus boy though. I can and I do. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. I, I really enjoyed him in this role. I thought it was pretty solid. Um, so yeah, that's uh, there's there's that. So I will tell you this today. I was uh, I was driving and uh, I had I had somewhere to be. It was super important, and uh, I got pulled over, and uh, I was super super unhappy. The the cop comes up and she's like. Do you know how fast you're going? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like speeding. Can you get your hand out of your pants, please? Sir? <laughs> no, but this, I, my hands were, were not in my pants. But she gives me a ticket, and I had just finished watching this movie. And I was like, oh, I'm, I, I like really needed to be somewhere. And she comes back, and she's telling me, like, I, I drive a, a Honda Civic. And she's like, you know, these things are, are really fast. And I was like, yeah, like sometimes they are. And she's like, I was really surprised. Uh, I was involved in a high-speed chase last week with one of these uh, Honda Civics. And uh, I was really shocked by how fast it was. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. And he was like, and she was like, uh, it was a stolen car and, and we caught him, but like he was going really fast. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, and like I had already explained to her why I was speeding. I was yeah. like, I was this place I really need to be. And so I, you know, I kind of have to get there fast. So I got really frustrated with her that she kept telling me stories. <laughs> right. Yeah, and like I had just watched this movie, and I was like, I'm gonna explode, <laughs> and I'm gonna have to take anger management classes. I was just so angry, and I, then she was just like, she was like, Do you want to see like the the radar gun? And I was like, No. And she was like, Because I cocked it at 88. Like, are you sure you don't want to see it? And I was like, No. Like, I trust you. Like, I was speeding. I I am aware that I was speeding. <laughs> and she was just like, she's like, Okay. And so she goes back to her car, and she's like writing and getting everything. She comes back, and she's like. So I can show you the radar gun. Like, I can go get it. <laughs> Do you think she was trying to smash? <laughs> no, I think she was the most annoying person A, a lady cop situation, like Lil Wayne. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> like Lil Wayne. I'm a lot like Lil Wayne, so I get that. I think it would have been cool. <laughs> we're the if, same height. If <laughs> if you were like um when she said that she had a high speed chase with a Civic before, and you were like. Well, did you catch him? And then if she said no, then you just take off. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like my chance was pretty good. Yeah. It's actually pretty funny. So I was I was going pretty fast. Like I am not gonna lie, I was definitely speeding. I was going like I was probably going ninety. She clocked me at eighty eight. And um so I'm going down the highway and so I see her sitting there and I was like, Well, I'm definitely getting a ticket because I was driving way too fast. But she was like on the shoulder right so she had to like pull out onto the onto the highway and catch me through traffic so there was a part of me that was thinking like if i just weave fast enough like through all these cars like i could get away (laughs) like i just need to double down like hit triple digits and just go and they're like that i'm not kidding that crossed my mind for a few (laughs) seconds (laughs) i like overall probably better that i didn't do that but one time um we like dodged the cops it was pretty cool it was kind of like that but we weren't going as fast but we're we're driving in my friend's car and we're all smoking weed um out of a pipe <laughs> there you go that's good i yeah, like we're that. All smoking out of a pipe um and we're driving down the street and then i'm like holding it up hitting the pipe and then we see like a cop car like coming the opposite direction like sees us and then so he goes and he starts U-turning and then we're at a light and it's red and there's like two cars in front of us, but there's a gas station to the right. So my friend like turns into the gas station and then turns right on the road and we got out of there. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. That's fantastic. See, you would have gotten diversion. I did get traffic school. <laughs> yeah, I was in uh, high Neither school, of us so. would have gotten anger management. Yeah. Um and it was before the cops' lights were like on, so he couldn't even say we were like running away from him. So uh, a friend of mine who you may know who may be missing, nobody can get a hold of him, and uh, <laughs> his phone doesn't work anymore. No one that I know has heard from him in a long time. Anyway, he not not relevant to the story. Um, he and we I were driving about around him last week as a furry. He is. We also talked about him a few weeks ago for a guy sitting in a tree spying on a girl. Right. So he's a good friend. He's a really good <laughs> dude. <laughs> he's he's a peeping Tom and a furry who may be missing. Anyway, so he and I were driving around and, and we were harassing these people as, you know, young, young uh, adults do. We were probably in our, you know, late teens, early 20s. Uh, and we but, you know, we were harassing people who uh, were annoying us. And so we, we gave them a little bit of a hard time. And those people called the police on us. And the uh, the police, like, pull up and we see, like, the police talking to them. And they're, like, you know, explaining that, like, I guess what kind of car we were in and everything. And so, of course, we were coming back to, like, throw things at them. <laughs> and, of course. and then we saw the police and we we're like, oh, we shouldn't throw the stuff at them. And then they turned and they were like, oh, that's them. And then we could see them like pointing to us like <laughs> we're stopped at like the red light. And so the so the cops like turn around and one of them runs out into the middle of the street. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and so we're driving and he puts his hands up like, oh stop, God. stop. And so my friend just guns it and just like oh, whips yeah. around with this cop. And we just like fly past him and we look in the rearview mirror and he's running back to the parking lot to like get in his car 
and he we're like he's going we're in like a residential neighborhood like there was past this like bowling alley he was probably going 75 through like this residential neighborhood and then like he's like counting he's like okay here's the first street that one's too obvious second street no here's the third street so he like turns left down the third street pulls into some random person's driveway <laughs> turns the lights off and we just sit there and just wait for like 10 minutes <laughs> and it was the most like the fun the most ridiculous experience so, nice. so uh, awesome. we, we ended up getting away with harassing these people and throwing things at them in hindsight it was very childish uh in reality that's probably why he's in jail and we haven't heard from him because <laughs> and, he's probably still doing um, those things taking like just harassing people is not really a reason to try to go on a high speed chase with the police. <laughs> we just weren't. You you know, just we weren't in the mood, man. Like, oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, okay. I learned something a few years ago. Don't pull over for a cop on foot. If he's yeah, on foot, fair. you can get away. <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw a really. I great... pulled over for a cop on foot one time, and I regret it. That's uh, I did something stupider. Um, so I used to be a little skateboarder um, in middle school and high school, and we used to go skate at this place, and it was like owned by the school, and so we weren't allowed to skate there, and they had their own security guards. And one time, the security guard came up, and instead of just leaving when the security guard got there um we just were like oh we're in trouble and like talked to the security guard the security guard called the cops while we just sat there <laughs> and waited for them to get there and i got like a ticket and i got in trouble um and like one of my friends like um so like the security guard was there and she was like sit down guys and he just got he was he just was like i got to go and then got on his skateboard and just left <laughs> and then <laughs> we all just That's sat amazing. there and we all just sat there and watched him and then the <laughs> like wow he's a lot cooler than we yeah, are and, and we always like, yeah, we could have just done that and she she like asked me she was like what was that guy's name i was like i don't know i don't know that guy and that was cool <laughs> you, you definitely should have just ratted him out man well uh, no i don't snitch <laughs> you're definitely a narc like you can just no, tell by looking at you what the fuck man come on <laughs> Cool. Like you just look like a narc. You know who oh, looks no. like a narc? Post Malone looks like a narc. Nah, he looks like a nice guy. <laughs> like I a nice guy Malone. in the way that he's like wearing a fedora and like telling. No, oh. like a sweet guy. <laughs> no, he does not look like a he's sweet guy. Sweet. That Have you seen me... interviews with him? He's a really sweet guy. I hate him. I what? like his music for some reason, but I hate him. I think he's like a real nice guy. I like him. So speaking of nice guys. At one point, Jack Nicholson sets Adam Sandler up with a woman, and he tells like Adam Sandler to go say like, "Sorry, I was so rude earlier. I get like I have a hard time speaking to women when I'm about to explode in my pants." Right. And then she's like, "Oh, I really like that. You're funny. Like, do you want to go back to my place?" And that's teaching him that saying things like that works. Yeah. Don't do that. And the thing is also sets the wrong um, tone. Don't say that to women, but also Jack Nicholson said, uh, approach her with confidence. And he, he didn't at all. Like I could see maybe if no, you super said it confidently and, it, and like kind of funny and like self-aware, like maybe it could work with someone, but he said like, it it's ironic. A, and she's like, Ooh, yeah, I like how ironic exactly. you are. Exactly. As an irony <laughs> boy myself. 
and all the girls I get, I I could understand that. But um, instead, he just says it in the creepiest fucking way possible. Like he does hey, it in uh, his like in his little sorry, fucking I was, voice. I was rude. Um, you know, I'm uh, sorry. I was rude. I um just. I exploded in my pants and it's like what the <laughs> fuck dude and she's like into that like no no definitely not like he says it's so fucking creepy so then later on after they go back to her place she makes a comment that there was a guy, a guy wouldn't sleep with her because she was fat she's not fat at all no and she's you know she was uh I think she was married to a uh, star lord there for a little while um she's very she's quite attractive she's very cute um no right, no different girl different girl, yeah that still, wasn't still affairs no no still cute though um blonde and uh so yeah she uh she makes that comment and he's like oh no you're not fat you're not fat and then she takes off her clothes to sleep with him and he's like oh no i have a girlfriend like i can't do that and she gets real mad and she's like you could just tell me that i'm fat like if i if you won't sleep with me because i'm fat and then she starts yelling at him and then he leaves and he yells like, "All right, I'm leaving you, porker! Like you, fatty! <laughs> yeah. Like why, why, why turn into a dick? Like what? That was messed up. Yeah, I didn't understand. <laughs> you needed to let that anger out, I guess. And, and interesting that about ridiculous. that part is like he becomes a horrible person by the end of this movie. Um, that's another part where it shows like how much faith they had in the in everything going as planned. Because if he just tried to fuck her, then like. Marissa Tomei. Which is what I would have done. She completely (laughs) ruined everything. Marissa Tomei would have been very bummed out, and this whole thing would have completely backfired. I wish that's how the movie had ended. Honestly, that's what she would have deserved for putting through him. Seriously, that's what she deserved. That was awful. Like, she ruined his life. He's way worse off now. He's a bad person. It was just very frustrating. I liked this movie until we started talking about it, and now I'm realizing how yeah. awful this whole you got situation. Pretty is. heated about it a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> I still am okay with this movie, but it was the the, the plot is just ludicrous. Yeah. Oh man. man. All right, so uh, I, I gotta ask you here: if somebody was to ask you about anger management, they they know you're a sandhead. You're you're an expert. They come to you and they're like, "Hey, you know." <laughs> I have a date, uh, and they they wanna they wanna take me, and we're gonna watch anger management at their place. What's your recommendation here? What do you, what what where do you um, lead them? Well, first off, I would say I'm so proud and honored that you would come to me, and that you would recognize my knowledge in all things Adam Sandler, and I just feel so good about myself that you would come to me with that question. Um, don't watch it. There's better movies. Um. It's not horrible if for some reason, like, you have to watch it. You'll probably survive, but maybe recommend something else. I paid uh, I paid three ninety nine to watch this on iTunes. You st- uh, sprung for the HD? I did. I did. And I, <laughs> did, I regret did it, it honestly. Did the HD <laughs> help on your 4K TV watching it? anger management dude seeing that cat in a fat suit in hd was amazing i don't know if you know that that cat wasn't actually fat it was a normal size cat that they put a fat cat suit on that's i yeah it looked a little weird to me i wasn't sure if it was actually fat or not 
that 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 is why and seeing it in hd just made it that much better so so 399 i gotta say if this movie was streaming on netflix uh i would say absolutely watch this if you haven't seen it watch it um but for 399 uh hold out don't don't watch this one if it's going to cost you extra money okay i i wouldn't (laughs) i mean i like have so movie so many movies that i have to see still and so if you're someone who also is like that just watch anything else yeah there's Um, there's a lot out there you can watch the shape of water um you can watch uh you know boyhood call me by your name yeah you can watch watch all those best picture winners from from years past um there's a cartoon that ibrahim recommended uh last week about like the holocaust Holocaust. (laughs) i think it was called grave of the fireflies it was really really (laughs) huge bummer (laughs) no what was that cartoon called uh waltz with bashir yeah it sounds depressing yeah, uh, so you can is. watch that instead if you want to be depressed. Yeah. And here's the real question: be. Does it make fun of trans people? Uh, no, it doesn't. So. Oh, then then a, I'm out. A plus or a negative, depending on how you look at things. <laughs> it depends <laughs> on who you are, and if you're listening to this show, probably a negative. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I want to kind of close this one out with uh, with this quote, which I I really enjoyed. This is from Doctor Buddy Rydell, as played by a. Uh, uh, Jack Nicholas, uh, or Nicholson, not Nicholas. Uh, that's, that's a golfer. Um, so Buddy Rydell says, uh, <clears throat> he's talking to Adam Sandler's character. Now then, we need to go over some ground rules. You would refrain from any acts of violence, including verbal assault vulgar, and vulgar ha- hand gestures. You may not use any rage-enhancing substances, such as caffeine, nicotine, alcohol, crack cocaine, slippy flippies, jelly stingers, trick sticks, bing bangs, or flying willard. I just wanted to leave you with that. Finish the I, quote. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, he says Adam more stuff about that. fiddle faddles. No, but does he say something about masturbating to angry he does. sex? He does. Let's, let's go into that. Yeah. After Adam Sandler says, "How about fiddle faddles?" Uh, Doctor Buddy Rydell says, uh, "Under my supervision." Also, if you are not unable to stop masturbating, please do so without the use of pornographic images depicting "quote unquote" angry sex. That having been said, I'm a pretty good guy, and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised how much fun we can have together. The Sandler's uh, List Pledge. <laughs> so the, to that, Adam Sandler replies, geez, without slippy flippies or angry masturbating, I don't see how that's possible. Well, so, get used yeah. to it, everyone, because that's the pledge we've all just taken. Yep, no no slippy flippies, no angry masturbation. No Not on caffeine, our watch. No caffeine, no alcohol. That I'm actually I'm I'm living the majority of that currently, which is probably why I need anger management. <clears throat> so, uh, next week we're gonna watch Fifty First Dates. I hope you're looking forward to that. Uh, <laughs> that are you still sucks. feeling? Are you still feeling pretty down on this? Uh no. I mean, I'm okay with it. Right yeah, this now. one picked up my spirit. Yeah. Um, but that movie just like sucks. I'm pretty sure. I've it never tries seen it. To be We're like getting into a bunch of movies I've never seen. Serious in a way. It's just not good. Reunited with Drew Barrymore. That's awesome. The last time we saw Drew Barrymore, it was a good movie. Yeah, I don't think it will be this time. We got our boy. Ooh, we should have Jonathan Rob Schneider is kind of decent in it. Like Rob Schneider is decent at all times. Like has a decent amount of time in it. 
So I'm thinking we should have Jonathan back because okay. I think that uh, Jonathan should be the Drew Barrymore guy. Well, um, no promises to anyone listening, but we will talk. All right, everybody, that. get really excited for <laughs> for having Jonathan, our special guest. You got to be pumped. Come on down. Yeah. So look forward to that. It's going to be a good episode. Uh, if you want to go ahead and watch it so you'll understand what we are talking about next week, it is streaming for free if you have a subscription to Netflix. Let's not um, ask Jonathan if he wants to be on it. Let's just wait until this comes out and see if he tells see, us like, if he wants to be on it. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> but if he doesn't listen, then, then no, that would be Sorry, messed up. Guys. He should he should be listening every every week. Yeah. And if he's not, he's a dick. Yes. Everyone should be listening. If you're not hearing this right now, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, we'll kill you. <laughs> and if you are listening leave a review on itunes i'm enjoying reading those um you know even if it's a bad review i like them more when they're bad <laughs> just leave five stars and then tell us everything we're doing wrong just and okay so give us five stars yeah and then or just message us and g- give your bad review but still give i us enjoy that too good reviews on itunes so it, it looks like we're good but we do want to hear you if you hate us we do want to hear that Oh, I, I especially want to hear if you hate us. If you like us, that's cool too. You can you can talk about that. Um, okay, I think that's uh, that's a wrap for this week. Thanks for joining us. Uh, for Hunter Baldwin, that's me. Uh, for Ibrahim Flynn, that's my buddy over there. Uh, we're saying uh, smell you later, poopsicle. Adios.